Hi, you're listening to Matt, Matt, and Jen, Transmissions from the Dark Side, and I'll be listening soon. This is Tom Savini, signing off. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. An immigrant. A love interest. Louise Guzman. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology, Monsters, and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table are my two best friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Hooray! How are you both doing today? Doing so well. So happy to be in the... uh... The Casa de Nasa. You are indeed in the Casa de Nasa. It's nice to have you here. Thank you. It's good for everybody to see friends. It is. It seeing is. friends. Friends are friends. And talking about old friends, we revisited monsters. Uh, if this is your first time here, let's just start there. Yeah, let's do some level setting. If this is your first time here, this is what we do on this show. We are watching anthology horror. That means a television show with a different scary story every week. We have watched all of Tales from the Dark Side. Four every seasons. Episode. We've watched season one of Creepshow. And now we are in the third season of Monsters. The, the third final and final season. season of Monsters. Mm-hmm. We are on an episode called Desirable Alien. And boy, oh boy, are you in for a treat today. <laughs> um, we do guess what the episode is about based on the title alone. Most of them just turn into like bylines, mm-hmm. not even descriptions <laughs> of the episodes. Uh, but it's fun nonetheless. We call it the dark side guess. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Oh, thanks, Manny. Desirable Alien. The Wayland yutani Corporation, fresh off several terrible des- quarters and a lawsuit from the family of some den miners, decided to rebrand one of their barren waste planets, LV-426. A mining colony before, Wayland yutani created an all-inclusive resort aimed at newlyweds with predictable results. Remember, LV-426 is for lovers. I would love to see that so much. Me too. When the xenomorphs take over... <laughs> That's uh, that's wow. Could they be trained to provide like cabana side service? And... Oh, can you? Imagine? Well, I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking of other uses for the face huggers. But... Oh, okay, all right. Mm. Uh, Jen, what do you got? I have desirable alien. Is there intelligent life out there with tits like these? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> the aliens are invading, and it's wave after wave of gorgeous bimbos. Mars needs women because they've sent their sexiest babes to Earth. Also, they eat babies. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Next, that last part's a real left hook. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, all right, Matt. Desirable alien. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Crispy critters? My favorite. 
Oh, Monsters is on. <laughs> Let's watch it while we hump like aliens. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with those sweet deets. All right, guys. We watched Monsters, uh, episode Desirable Aliens, season three, episode 18. This episode aired on January 27th, 1991. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. To pass a U.S. citizenship test, a Greek Lothario with a big secret... With a big secret, must a big penis. A big penis <laughs> must first agree to a physical, which he desperately wants to avoid. So he tries to seduce the female immigration officer in charge of his case to get a free pass. This episode was directed by Bet Gordon. Bet Gordon co-wrote and directed a movie called Variety uh, in 1983. A woman becomes obsessed with pornography and, mysteri- and a mysterious rich patron of the Times Square porn theater called Variety, where she works selling tickets, awakening her sexuality. She also uh, wrote and directed uh, Seven Women, Seven Sins. So I feel like this episode is right in her wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, and this episode, we got a Swenson, baby! Yeah, Yay. we got Edith Swenson. Edith Swenson has written some of our most sexy, sensual Sex, hot and hot bothered, and steamy and dreamy, and I mean, there wouldn't be a, an award with Edith Svensson's name if it wasn't sexy. If it wasn't sexy, uh, yes, written by Edith Svensson. Uh, episode was di- uh, nope. Episode <laughs> starred Tony uh, Spiridakis as Hercules. And Tony went to the Yale School of Drama. <laughs> and uh, now he does some producing. Uh, he was a writer. Uh, he's a writer, and he acted in the movie Queen's Logic, uh, which I've never seen, but I've heard of. Uh, I feel like that was one of those 80s movies that uh, would show up on Showtime a lot or something. I'm really selling it, guys. <laughs> uh, Wendy McKenna. It's a, it's a movie that everybody's forgotten about Uh, except me except me and you'd see it in the tv guide a lot (laughs) wendy mckenna played maggie uh wendy mckenna is a classically trained juilliard harpist uh she was also a uh, ballet dancer uh wendy is the founder and inventor of ruby's rockets frozen fruit and veggie pops uh which were selected to be on oprah's o list Uh, She also appeared in Sister Act, Sister Act 2, and she was the female lead in Air Bud. What? Was was she the... um, the, She wasn't Bud. (laughs) Was she the nun that was like really scared to sing in Sister Act? She might have been. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Louis Guzman played Louis. Uh, I feel like everybody knows Louis Guzman. I feel like he's a man who needs no introduction, but I will say he appeared in Traffic, Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love, tons of movies. and Community. Community, <laughs> yeah. And uh, an episode of Community with a great running bit throughout the series about uh, Louis Guzman's attendance at Greendale Community College. And the, the statue. Yes. The Louis Guzman statue yes. is perfect. It's perfection. <laughs> Why do I go to Greendale? Uh, okay. Uh, Rick Aviles played uh, Mr. Vega. He was in Waterworld, Cannonball Run. He was Willie Lopez in Ghost. Uh, he developed a heroin habit, which led oh, to no. his contracting AIDS uh, and oh, dying no. at age 42. Oh, yeah. brother. So that must not have been very long after this. No, I don't think so. Yeah, he looked pretty young. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's uh, that's about it, I guess. Goodbye. <sighs> Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Oh, crispy critters, my favorite. Oh. Oh, look, it's Monsters, our favorite show. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. The, the door, door from, from the, the monsters, monsters swings wide open. Uh, to reveal what I can only call, look, those boys are playing leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. We've talked about that at length, I'm sure, at some point, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, the birdcage. Oh, oh. Yeah. So we do get to see some Greek pottery. Um, it looks like Eros is, you know, on a bed. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there's a scantily clad topless women on these uh, Greek reliefs. And give me some relief because this is all. I already know this episode. This episode is, yeah. <laughs> this episode is a thirst trap. It 1000% <laughs> is. And it's, it's slightly self-aware. It's like. Take your boner and stick it right in your cheek. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. This, uh, if blue balls are a thing. <laughs> this episode has mad blue balls. <laughs> this episode might as well be called edging. It is. <laughs> yes. This episode is just edging the whole time. It's very confusing, but. When we get to it, it has another stellar Monsters line read uh, that I'm sure I would love to talk to you both at least three to five minutes about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a very Greek episode, not just because of the, the bazooki soundtrack going <laughs> over <laughs> the entirety of the episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it lets you know Zorba the Greek doesn't bust out the plates. Right. But it, it, it's pretty Greek, except Louis Guzman believes he's in <laughs> Do the Right Thing. Yes, that, 100%. <laughs> yes. Louis, we, we basically see the vases, and then Kaya pulls out, and we get to see Louis Guzman there. And I don't even, he's like... I I imagine that they're in New York City. They're in New York City. That's what He's it like. I'm I'm imagining Louis is the line cook or something. He's wearing like a chef outfit, outfit right? Yep. He's or a got a little cook hat. Little yeah, because he's hat. got an apron on. He's got the white shirt. He's eating a burger. The it's between shifts. This is very interesting because I don't know why Louis Guzman is there other than. They needed somebody else in the restaurant, or no one would believe that the restaurant exists. Yeah, I almost uh, Louis Guzman's appearance in this. Uh, the writer, or I'm sorry, the director, Bette Gordon. Uh, one of her, one of her, not dirty, dirty movies had Louis Guzman in it. So I'm wondering if he was a friend or something. And they were like, just come be in it. Just kind of provide color and fun. Which is kind of what he feels like. A lot of his stuff feels like it was just ad lib. Oh, yeah, yeah. completely throwaway. He, I mean, to be fair, whenever I see Luis Guzman in a movie, it kind of seems ad lib. Yeah. But, Maybe know. he just brings. He definitely has a naturalness. It didn't feel like he was out of place. No. Nope. But the place that he had in the story was completely separate. I mean, yep. it was. 
for lack of a better term, his purpose is to say a couple lines of exposition and then try to get his dick wet because he's always talking to some woman on the phone trying to get her. Yeah, I feel like none of that was written and that was all just like, yeah, Louie, just do like a phone thing. <laughs> hey, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you, uh, you, you said didn't you want to go, go out, out with, with me, me. Yeah. and now I can't go out with you and now we can go out together. And oh, no, baby, don't be like that. America. Oh, that's how it started that's right god said it's great well yeah and we were we were watching it wasn't it slow motion no matt had it on no. double speed because oh, matt oh, oh. doesn't because time is money and matt Noss <laughs> has to consume a lot of content so much content look if your ted talk is 15 minutes i only got seven minutes <laughs> Well, uh, we meet our main character, which we find out his name is Hercules Fabulostos. Valionatus? Valbalotus. Valbalotus, yes. Valbalotus. Valbalotus. Somewhere in there is the actual pronunciation. Um, no, I think, because I, I, I wrote Lotus. Yeah. No, it, it, it is Valbalotus. Uh, yeah. Valbalotus. Um, we get to meet him, and he is talking to Luis Guzman about today being the day kind of that he's getting his citizenship or a cinnamon ship. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to take a cinnamon well, ship. That, <laughs> that is where you go to the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Factory and they give you a captain's hat and you get to pull the start button. Wait, they give you a captain's hat? They give you a like, captain's hat? Like a Captain hat? Crutch hat? Yeah, they give you a captain's hat. All right, let's rewind. <laughs> The captain of Cinnamon Toast Crunch has murdered Captain Crunch, <laughs> and you get the hat off of his severed head, if and you get you're to- You're going to get your cinnamon ship. You're getting your cinnamon ship, and you float down a river of cream cheese frosting, like Willy Wonka style, but right. it's disgusting, but, and you move it like- I can't imagine you'd move very an fast. An eighth of a mile <laughs> an hour. You get on a, uh, a 10X size Cinnabon- <laughs> Down a down a lazy river, and boy, I hope you're not wearing pants that you'd like to to wear again because because you are going to be just just traveling at what can only be called a snail's pace down a lazy river. It is the laziest of icing. When you when you finally do get to the cinnamon toast crunch factory, they make you murder Captain Crunch. It's like a gang thing. You have to prove your loyalty, and then they give you the little tattoo under your right. eye. But it's in the shape of a little cereal. The chefs, nugget. yeah, the chefs, the, the cinnamon it's the General Mills logo. <laughs> and then you're allowed to go in to pull the lever for the button that activates exactly. the yeah. cinnamon toast crunch, and then you are a cinnamon ship then you are yes your cinnamon ship is secure is right anyway anyway so he is going for his citizenship and in walks uh, his we find out his case his new caseworker for the, lady men for in black <laughs> what is happening here why is she in sunglasses the whole I time don't she has know. a she has a pencil skirt on she's wearing a blazer she is dressed like a femme fatale, and she's she's dressed like a like a femme fatale secret service agent. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, but like totally not practical at all for what she needs to be no. doing. No. No, I don't understand. I, I guess I'm fortunate enough to not have to deal with INS, but I I, uh, I don't think this is how it goes. <laughs> 
I don't think this is how it goes. A woman in black doesn't come to your office 30 minutes before Yeah, before you're you supposed to take, take your, the oath. Your, your, your oath. But Guzman, or Guzman, Guzman sees her and says, Yo, baby, what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Which leads to that improvisational, just say whatever you want, Louie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry. I've I got, got it. I've got the perfect one. Yo, baby, what it is. It's the um, only way to make this episode more than 10 minutes was to throw in a little more goose. <laughs> Maggie Price, hot immigration. <laughs> <laughs> so she, uh, she she explains he hasn't taken his physical. He kind of mumbles about not needing it and is asking where Doris, his, his uh, other caseworker, is. Doris is pregnant. Doris is on leave because she's pregnant, which I like. This episode was made in a time that... Being pregnant would put you on medical leave. <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Not having a baby. Just, oh, you're in the family way and we don't know who the father is. Why don't you go Does off to go- the farm? <laughs> hey, you, you know what you need? You need to go rest. Yeah. Here's, here's where our girl Maggie Price is at. Doris is pregnant and you need a physical. Without the physical, you can't. Cannot become a citizen. Become yeah. a citizen. And all uh, our boy Hercules hears is, I'm a woman with a hole, and I need you to fill it with your penis, please. And he's like, cool. Yeah. So this, I think this is what leads to the indicator that, hey, guys, get ready for a boner. Because it cuts to her and her skirt and all you see is her legs, and she crosses her legs. And then you see her cradle her neck over, and she's checking out Hercules' butt. Oh, there is a oh. real, there's some real bun thirst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that, get me them buns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Them buns get shown, and then he starts neck talking to her at this point, correct? Yeah, oh, I think yeah, so, yeah, and it's yeah. shot like uh, it's shot like a music video, sort right. of like a like a half close up exactly. on her like face. Paul is singing into Oates. <laughs> <face>. Exactly, <laughs> and he's like, "You are hiding your heart. Please stop hiding your heart from me." Oh, so your vagina, your vagina, your vagina heart. But then, my favorite thing in the whole episode is they are in a close up. They're in a two shot close up. Of their faces. Mm-hmm. They go to a covering shot, and there's Louis Guzman right next to them. <laughs> and I'm like, Louis just got to be here for all And I'm here. Because <laughs> he must watch this Lothario slay pussy, mm-hmm. because he is just unfazed. One, one's got to fall off and land in my lap. <laughs> yeah, he's just like... Eventually, eventually, one of them will be too slick to climb the pole. Again, the same class that you've come to know and love from Transfer. You guys, you know how the best part of pornography is the stuff in between the fucking. That's what I wrote. (laughs) That's what this whole episode is. I was like, this is a porno without the porno. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know what I want more of? That dialogue. Oh, yeah. When he comes to, you know, fix the fridge or whatever. Right. Yeah. Please, 
get lost in that nuance. <laughs> With acting that's just as good. It's a little it's a little rough. This the acting in this episode, a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh except for except for Luis Guzman. No, Luis Guzman can do it. no wrong. He's, he's, right. he's fine. He can do no wrong. Uh the INS doctor will be there tomorrow. Um and Hercules to, is not happy about it. No, he does to not inspect want to him it. at his restaurant, I guess. Yeah. I guess. This was very what? This is not how it's okay. done, I can tell you right now, but you know, what whatever. Look, this inspection is happening the monster's way. <laughs> and that's on the one set that we have. Oh. Oh, just kidding. No, we have two sets. Smash cut yeah. to another set, which I wrote down. I was like, whoa, and another actor? <laughs> I was shocked. But so now we are in the IMS INS, the, office. Yeah, office. Mm-hmm. And you have her boss. It's Vega, I think is his name. Yep. Vega, Lou is, Vega. Yeah, he yeah. was he was about to do Mambo number five. Right. <laughs> he was about to do Veronica, but then he was like, "Oh, wait a second, I've got to talk to you about an actual case." And Maggie Price full on goes, "He's the worst pickup artist I've ever seen," and then gets fully goes aroused. Full, yeah, yeah, full penthouse intro with the whole thing. You won't believe what happened to me. No, I, I think it's, I never thought it would happen to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> dear Penthouse. You, dear Penthouse, you can't even imagine what this thing was that it had happened <laughs> to me. The guy reading the letter is like, I can imagine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dear Penthouse, you're not even going to believe it. The, when you hear this, are you sitting, dear Penthouse, are you sitting down? <laughs> Because dear, dear Penthouse, stop your grinning, drop your linen. I've got a tale of whoa boy for you. <laughs> you ever been <laughs> to a friend's house for dinner and the food just ain't no good? <laughs> dear, dear Penthouse, um, mm, uh. Which should I make for dinner? That wait, that's sexy. <laughs> Sp- spaghetti, like sex spaghetti. Dear penthouse form, I had sex with a lady. You're not gonna believe how it happened. <laughs> wait, dear penthouse form, I'll go to the end first. I'm not a virgin anymore, <laughs> but I'm not a virgin any less. What am I? <laughs> Please respond in five days. <laughs> or else the oxygen in this room will run out. You'll never believe the trap I've been put into. <laughs> You'll never believe this, situ- this comedy of errors. Uh, can we do this another five minutes? Let's find Let's out. Find out. <laughs> uh... He's the worst pickup artist I've ever seen, Maggie says. Just because he's so raw and blah and just sexy and sexy. He's got these hands, and when he looks at me, he goes. He's got that butt that won't quit. He's got a he's got a handshake that says, I know how to please a woman. <laughs> With a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> With just 
just a handshake. His coarse man hands. I could only imagine them giving me a south handshake. (laughs) I just wanted one of those inside handshakes. (laughs) This guy shakes hands all the way up to the wrist. (laughs) He made me a marionette. And I really wanted to be a puppet. What is what? Anyway, hold on, hold on. I would like I would like more explanation on that. He pulled the strings, but I wanted him to be inside. A judges, judges ruling. Oh, Matt says no. Sorry, Matt, Matt Rose says no. Well, I guess I'll never get my cinnamon shit. <laughs> I believe that's an act break, right? That is an well, act so, break. So we did miss one thing. Um, so Hercules was trying to get Luis. I, I like that we don't even pretend to know what Luis Guzman's character His name was. is Luis. Yeah. His name is Luis. Luis Guzman. Yeah. Um, it, the character is named Luis because he just wandered in. And he couldn't. No, don't don't. They couldn't. They couldn't get rid of him. We might as well just keep him. What are you Uh, guys doing in here? Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Your name is Sean in the script. No, no, it's Louis. (laughs) Um. So Hercules is talking to him, uh, and he says, "I might need you to do me a favor." And he's like, "Huh? What?" Uh, And he says, "I have a particular birth defect." cuts to them in the office. I just thought that it would be good if we pointed out the birth defect angle now mm. before the yep. act oh, break. Oh, that is true. Matt's right. Matt is right. And with that, it is an act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Trying to fix that. Why did I go Greendale? So I can keep my job and get busy with my education. To meet different people. Because Greendale's a slam dunk. So why should you? Why should you? Why should you go Greendale? That's easy. Greendale has the most advanced typing class in the southwestern Greendale area. And now you can register by fax. Go Greendale! Go Greendale! Go! That, as you probably know, is the currently running commercial for our school. Yeah, I always see it during late night marathons of Fantasy Island. That's not an accident. It's the result of intensive targeting. But now, (laughs) Greendale... Why do I go Greendale? The dean is a genius. To meet different people. With three kids at home, you better believe every penny counts. I love my time. I got laid like crazy. So why should you? Why should you? Why should you go to Greendale? Greendale is the best school in the entire world. Go Greendale, go Greendale, go! (laughs) It's so good. Ah, one of my favorite episodes. One of my favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. So um, good. Yeah, it's great. He, uh, Dan Harmon was just on Good One Podcast, and he was talking about um, community, and he was talking in particular about Dean Pelton's uh, Payday Rap, mm-hmm. <laughs> which if, you, if you've never heard, it's, it's Jim Rash is the Dean, and he is so awesome in that role he just every moment he just is that guy and he comes in in a payday bar candy bar outfit (laughs) to let them know that payday won't happen ah quick announcement for two of greendale's finest payday is postponed until next week so this is my freestyle rap apology 
Well, I'm a peanut bar, and I'm here to say your checks will arrive on another day. Another day, another dime, another rhyme, another dollar. Another stuffed shirt with another white collar. Criminals, Wall Street, taking the pie. And all the black man gets is a plate of white lies. Prisons recruiting them, police be shooting them. Rap artists looting them, labels all diluting them. Barack Obama, he's scared of me because I don't swallow knowledge and I spit it for free. Let me clear my throat. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know what that was. I don't. I don't know what that was. It's so good. Well, so what about what about the thing? Well, uh, Dan Harmon didn't write it because he was like, if I wrote it, it would be that interestingly weird place of white guys not being able to rap and is that the joke Mm -hmm. that he can't rap and it was like no more authentic for him to be able to rap or be possessed by the spirit of hip-hop in that moment (laughs) and not know what to do with it like he throws the mic away from him because he's so (laughs) incensed by what just happened like oh my god i'm terrified of this this force that just came through me yeah which is my favorite thing is at the very end of the episode he is trying to write raps, and he's like, ah, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of gone, we should get into the second act. So let's do that now. And we're back. Let's, um... Did we explain that... Did we explain that his last caseworker is out because she is pregnant, pregnant presumably probably with by his, his yeah, child? Yeah. We did say that. Uh, we didn't we didn't go into the it's probably his, but we did talk about how she's pregnant. Okay, it is presumed to be his. That is correct. Yes. I, and um, we come back to a scene I like to call drinking Uzo and planning <laughs> to wreck pussy. Just wrote Uzo, Uzo, Uzo. <laughs> you, the, like they turn up the Greek in this episode. So he finishes his shot of Uzo, and then it transitions back to Maggie in the office. Yes. Yes. Maggie has said that they're going to be sending a male doctor over. Yes, Dr. Schuler is supposed to go over in Vegas, and Vega informs her, no, 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 uh, Dr. Schuler's out. They sent Moss. They sent Moss? Moss? Yes. Yeah, she freaks out and, and you know runs out of the office. We go back to the diner, and the Louis Guzman oh, is that's right. on the phone trying to make time with a honey. And again, anytime Louis Guzman sees a good-looking woman... He's going to let her know. Yeah. Q, you don't want to go off me. What's... Yeah. Ooh, baby, can I help you? I'm Dr. Moss. I have an appointment with Hercules Valvolotis. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Harry comes in. And boy, oh boy. If you need a line read right. Find someone else. <laughs> Because Debbie Harry ain't <laughs> Debbie Harry ain't the one, Chief. <laughs> but flashes you know, fast, fresh is cool. Flash I know too. Actually, watching it again is not as bad as the first time. I think it was the first left. time we caught the name. Yeah, it was the first time we heard the full name. I don't think they ever called him Hercules. Yeah, and, and Doctor uh, Moss, I have an appointment with Hercules Valvolatus. I'm, I mean, that is a mouthful. I'm Dr. Moss. I haven't. How point. many times do you think she had to say that on like the subway over? <laughs> well, she first in her mind did all of Rapture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then it was like, Flash is great. Flash is great. I'm Dr. Moss. I have an appointment to see Hercules Valvolatus. You keep on Hercules Valvolatus. <laughs> Got it. Ooh, baby. What's your what? name, Shorty? <laughs> Ooh, baby. You a doctor? Good. Ooh, baby, are you a doctor? <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, I I don't normally do pickup lines, so I'm doing my best with them. I don't worry about pickup lines. Oh, this guy over here, don't care about him. No. Hey, did you fall out of the sky? And hit a tree. Are you okay? Because you give me wood. Because you're bleeding uh. from your head. <laughs> my name's uh, Hercules Velvatus. Or you could call me the patient one, because I only have patience for one. <laughs> oh me! <laughs> yeah, baby, I'm uh, I'm Louis Guzman, and uh, you a veterinarian? <laughs> Why are you here? Good one. <laughs> All right. Hercules Valvolatus. Uh This is when I wanted to know why they were doing this physical in the restaurant. And this is, of the entire episode, which is just porn transitions, this is the most porn transition yeah. of yeah. anything. Yes. Well, I'm the doctor. Well, you're pretty sexy to be a doctor. You're pretty sexy to be a client. Well, and then they just cut to post well, and I think I think she says, oh, I love jokes. And that's when I just wrote, oh, shit, are they fucking? Yeah. Because then it, it cuts to you hear the noises. Oh, no. Lower. Lower. Oh, yeah. That's the spot. It's fucking. Yeah. They're playing with a stethoscope, stethoscope in the back. But it just goes from zero to 60. Also, he's fucking in the back of a restaurant. Which would be yeah. so gross. What? I love those There's mats. Roaches. There's roaches back there, guys. With Louis Guzman in the front. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Oh, he doesn't care. Like I am, all I'm saying is I'm not eating. The heat coming room. off of you know you pushed up against that lamb spam for the <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah for the gyro yeah yeah. This is crazy. This yeah. episode is crazy. I um and I was like, is the reveal that he has multiple hands and penises? Because it's it's like very obvious. He is gifted in some way. Yes. Yep. Now Maggie busts in and finds them post-coitus mm-hmm. playing with a stethoscope. The stethoscope she brought for his exam. I actually think this is pre-coitus. I don't think they've had sex yet. I think they're just messing around. It's not until Agent Lady leaves that they get down to fucking. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't think that was their second round? Round oh, two, I'm a, down to well, I mean, what it takes to make I'm you. Just, I'm just saying Hercules doesn't seem like a two-pump jump, and it, it wouldn't take her that long to get from the INS office to their place. I, I but don't they think... were so hot and heavy in that moment. I feel like, I feel like the, the intensity Jen, of the, the lead-in. Jen, Hercules is irresistible to women. That's why I... It's a strong argument. That's why I, that's why I think it went right to fucking. 
Well, understand I guess we'll never I'm know. the candy man and I melt in your mouth, <laughs> out not of your in your hand. hand. <laughs> Maggie has had it. She leaves in a huff and now she's back in the office. But before she left, she does give Hercules a smack in the face. Yeah, she smacks him in the face and she's like yelling at, she's yelling at Blondie. Like, this man is a video, or is a visitor. And Dr. Blondie's response is, oh, shove it. Which is yeah. such a great... Lighten up. Then fucking Blondie blows rails. Yeah. Straight, <laughs> straight off of Hercules. And then it's Studio 54 in there. It's crazy. Disco Granny is there. <laughs> Truman Capote. <laughs> Halston is there. Liza Minnelli on a horse. <laughs> it wasn't Liza Minnelli. And Grace Jones, it's Lady Godiva. Uh, so she goes to explain to Mr. Vega. This is honestly with everything in this episode, the interactions with Mr. Vega are the most disconcerting. Yes. The, the most misogynistic. And that's really saying something in an episode <laughs> like this. Right. Whereas basically this guy's such a coxman, no woman can resist him. Mm-hmm. The things with Vega is basically like, you're lucky we give you a job here. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he filed a discrimination suit and an assault. Maggie, you could be terminated. It's like, well, she's been telling you he's doing all this crazy shit. And oh, oh, it was the, the line. First, she, he said, yeah, I suppose you'd be able to file a complaint about Dr. Moss. Dr. Moss, who was supposed to go do his INS physical. Straight up fucked straight him. Straight up fucked him. Yeah. Physical. A-OK. Yeah. Like, like, why is this getting hung up? Yeah. Like, enough. He's bedded every woman that's come to to do the thing of granting him citizenship. Why is he not a citizen yet? Yeah. He's now bedded the doctor. Hey. Because Maggie won't give up that poon. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie is able to resist his charm. I mean, she barely. She is. She's she hanging is, on uh, Lake Maggie, but <laughs> you do not want to sit where Maggie was. <laughs> no, you do not. Uh, this is when I wrote that this was a porn without the, without the fucking. I wrote this is a long lead up to a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then she decides she knows just how to handle the case and two can play at this game. And now they're having a... Right, because she's saying to Vega, he is hiding something. Yeah. Yes. Why would he be so squirrely about, about taking the the things? So she goes to... We don't know his restaurant, so we can just... Hercules the restaurant. restaurant. Yes. She goes to the restaurant in her little, back, the restaurant. little black dress. The restaurant. <laughs> uh, she gets there. And she tries to seduce him, which probably wouldn't be very hard. Um, She wants him to drop the case. And then I think that's when he talks about the deformity. And I turned to you, Jen, when you saw on her face, when she heard deformity, she knew he meant big hog. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's no... The moment of realization was clear. (laughs) At that point, I'm just like... Well, what is it? Because obviously it's not just a big hog. I'm like, is it Sigmund Freud on a couch? Like, right. pleases her and listens to her? Right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> this this episode is so like, uh, let's take you 20,000 years back that I'm just expecting the worst thing to be yeah. between his pants. I'm not. 
too far off. No, I don't think so. Uh, and she, I mean, she even says, you know, I don't understand the way you, the way you make me feel. It's strange and kind of humiliating. It's strange and humiliating. humiliating. Look, I'm just here to tell you that I don't know what to do with you. Hey, it's me. <laughs> I'm Mario, but uh, now here's a Hercules. <laughs> you could have just done a regular. <laughs> <laughs> we could have done these voices sans accent. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, now who are you? <laughs> It's me, Hercules. I'm walking here. <laughs> Only in New York. Did you know we have the best cup of coffee? Uh, you know my pussy's dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so glad you found that clip. You were looking for that for a while. <laughs> I really, really was. His secret is he's amazing at fucking, but only if Louis Guzman just... <laughs> Which, unfortunately, is it also is, my secret. He needs an audience. It is completely the Mr. Show sketch where I can't get turned on unless there's a pie cooling <laughs> <laughs> yes. on the windowsill and somebody in the closet watching us. Right. <laughs> well, um, I don't understand the way that you make me feel. And then he's like, look, I'm going to show you something. Zip. Zip. Try to resist. Oh yeah, try to resist this. This whole episode is so rapey. It is. It's just. Gross. It's yeah. This it's kind of a degrading episode. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, <laughs> all of our commentary has been so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but we're making a comment on it. Oh, True. just yeah. wait until the comment at the end. Oh, woof. But uh, that is an act break. It is an act break. Mm-hmm. He undoes his pants for the most half-hearted hand job. Excuse me while I whip this out. And uh, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. ever seen Air Bud? I have I not. Have no. I, I didn't know that Air Bud was so successful that it started its own production company. No, I didn't either. Yep. That's insane. It, well, there's been like six or seven sequels. I mean, it's well, really? it's a franchise. It's a shared universe. Well, now guys. there's the Air Buddies, which is the tiny dogs. Wow. Six Air Buds. Yeah. No joke. Wow, six six Airbuds. Yeah, that's because... how I like to get high. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, could I get an Airbud? Uh, could I get six Airbuds and uh, like a ginger ale or something for the designated driver, please? Uh, yeah, no problem. Here you go. Y- you know, you got to be careful with these Airbuds. Yeah, why is that? They stick their schnoz right in your mouth. Oh, 
Christ. What? Is that what the comedy's going to be like here? <laughs> Is that what it's like in the theater? Um, you've never had one of these before, have you? Mm-mm. There's a real dog trying to dunk the drink into your mouth. I'm sorry? Each air bud that you have there. It's those six air bud, There's six tiny dogs in what each. What the fuck is that? What's in my drink? I'm fucking telling you what's in your drink. There is a tiny dog at the bottom of every drink. Oh, wait. I wait. thought you said six tiny dogs. Yeah, I have six I have bottles. Six. I thought, you, I, I'm, I thought still, you... I'm still dealing with this, man. <laughs> Hang on. You waste your turn. <laughs> you bought six Air Buds. Yes. There is six tiny dogs, one per bottle. At the bottom of each bottle, the dog is trying to dunk the flavored chunks in your mouth. What's wrong with that one in there? <laughs> oh, free air buds. <laughs> I don't know if Bud got enough air, if you know what I mean. So so wait, how do you get the dogs in the bottles? Because obviously the top, like, it, I mean, do you make them like a, like a battleship where you assemble them? Do you get the... Well, do you, do you get, see like, the that the bottom is actually just a cage for the dog? <laughs> Dog goes into cage. Cage goes, cage cage goes, goes to the bottom. bottom. Plastic goes on top of cage. Holes poked inside. When you pop the top, it forms chunks. <laughs> Wait, but if you poked holes in the side, wouldn't that mean that the drink came out? No, 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 not so in the cage. We... we don't want drowning a dog here. Why is Air Bud the only thing on the menu? It seems all you serve are Air Bud and ginger ale. That's correct. That's correct. That is all we have to serve. That is, that is and a your very sign says finest model. bar in Detroit. <laughs> you haven't had one yet. I'm telling you what to expect. You have an Air Bud. You're coming back for one of these. And make sure, please do not throw away your Air Buds. Why? Because we need to reuse the dog. Tastes like fur. Is he dunking it? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, it's a slam dunk in my mouth. <laughs> there it is, and we're back. It's the next day, and she kind of like struts in the office, right? Or no, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, she was in a stupor. She was in a stupor. She was in a stupor because uh, uh, she got she's seen wrecked. some shit. Yeah. But we find out that she did not make love to Hercules. No, she just, she just saw what saw was in his in his trousers. Uh, and and this is when when her boss is this is some primo workplace s- sexism because she wants to deport him, and he's like, "Yeah, just trying to make love to you isn't enough to deport someone, Maggie." <laughs> uh, also, it is at this time that I would like to point out. He is walking around smoking a goddamn pipe. That was such a great addition. You know yeah, that I, actor brought that pipe with him? Yeah, I need some like, business. I just need, yeah, I was, just feel like my character, if he's the boss, yeah, you know, he's made it to this level. He's got an this office. Was, this was not a corncob pipe. No, this was This was, was a, Sherlock Holmes. This was yes, mahogany. This was, yes, this was a fancy-ass curved pipe. My dad had pipes like that. This was, yeah, he, he had a fancy-ass pipe. This um, this exchange is maddening because at this point... She explains that he's a satyr. He has hooves. He has uh, 
fur. He has horns a tail. When he gets horns excited. when he gets horny. Uh, and this is when the boss just is like, oh, yeah, this is classic burnout. Classic burnout yeah. happens to every woman in this every, office. <laughs> Look, I can't keep broads here because y'all keep fucking freaking out about sheep dudes. If it's not your period. Goatman. It's, it's, it's sexy goatman. Can I just smoke my pipe in peace? And you just get these fucking idiots into the United States of America, please. Can you please keep getting your coffee next to the eating and drinking prohibited sign? Also, please <laughs> don't hold the coffee by the handle. Hold it by the hot sides. If you can hold it in the weirdest way possible. Just the scalding hot sides of a coffee pot. Like we think maybe you're going to drink out of the whole pot. Like that's your business. But then you don't. Oh, Eureka, I have another idea. The sexy seductress didn't work too well. I have a much better slash racist idea. Oh, hang on. I've got my kid's ninja Halloween costume. Oh, my God. So we cut back to the restaurant again, and Hercules is there. I imagine Louis Guzman is somewhere around. He always is, yeah. He just is. But she's literally trying to ninja him yeah she's got with a she's got a video on. camera she's got a headband with kanji of some sort on yeah she's wearing a, a gi or something or a i couldn't see what she was wearing but i knew that she had a gun pointed at him but also a video camera. yeah yeah it none of it i'm crazy but i want to prove to you that i'm not crazy yeah is what's happening here. And, and he, tells him to drop his pants. I mean, what a sex romp. Ugh. Anyway, this sucks. <laughs> this fucking episode just <laughs> shits the fucking bed. She's, she's looking for him. It's a game of cat and mouse. And then I think he starts to <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is as much of a game of cat and mouse as stuck porn is. <laughs> How'd I get stuck in this washing machine? <laughs> oh, the top of me is in a can of Pringles. All right. I I didn't, but she's not stuck. She's well, yeah, like, she, oh, she's bent over a chair and he's like, hey. And she turns around and there he is, a satyr. Horns up. And he gets her on the ground. Or else she throws herself on the ground. No, no yeah. I think I think he throws her, and he is so mad. He talks about how he has had dreams where he stabs her a thousand times in Plunge the breast. A thousand times. He plunges. He plunges his knife into her breast over, over, and, and, over, over and over and over, and I plunge my dagger, and then they start to kiss. Yeah. Because they just can't take it anymore. Right. It's just too sexy. It is not sexy. It is no. not sexy. I can't imagine that that anyone would find someone standing over them with a knife, telling them about they have dreams of killing them. Sexy. But I'd... what if it's a goat man? Hmm. Good point. And here we are again. She's like, look, I cannot... I cannot allow you to become a U.S. citizen this way. Oh yeah, this is the this is the funny twist. But there's another oath you can take if you want to stay, and there's no physical involved. Now repeat after me: We're married, and I have a wedding dress now. <laughs> the 
the end. Stupid. Uh, so I, I, can, <laughs> I can tell you, as a matter of fact, the spouse does have to get the medical exam. You're kidding. And vaccinations. Wow. Holy shit. Didn't I know? I know because my wife had to get them. <laughs> there it is. And that is the episode. Nah. Let's go to the writer's room. Let's talk about it. You know... It's fine. It's just a very middling episode. It is. This it's, is a Cinemax boob f- festival. Yeah. That's what it needs to be when it's uh, when it's diluted to this it just is so overwrought. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't work and it's not scary at all. And I at this point I've given up on thrills and chills from monsters. Yeah. You know, it's just a monster. That's what you're going to get every time. At yeah. this point, I feel like we have just committed to finishing monsters, <laughs> and we need to just ride this snake well, I think out we into have, the sunset. I think we have five episodes left. Yeah. Yep, I think so. And then... Um, I feel... I feel... I didn't enjoy this episode, which is, is kind of a bummer, because... I enjoyed watching it with you. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I had to watch this uh, by Alone? myself at home... Sure, I'd come, but I wouldn't enjoy it. Right, yeah. but that's only through like sure will. Right, exactly. Like you just muscle through like it. I just got it. Yeah. Is there any way to fix it, or is it just it's no? It's just mediocre. I it's mean, fine. It's it's mediocre. And Matt, you're right. Like this is just an edited down, either hardcore or softcore porn. Right. You know, like just let it be the Picasso yeah, trigger. Yeah, just, like yeah. <laughs> I, I will forget this episode the moment I get in my car tonight. And that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. <laughs> <Jen's> guarantee. <laughs> All right, Jen, give us a scale. Oh, God. Uh, uh, scale of one to ten, uh, Guzmans. Uh, five. Four. four. I'm at yeah. four Guzmans. I'm at four. And Luis all four Guzmans. of those are for Louise Guzman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No one else gets a goddamn thing. It is. It is just. Uh, Mr. Guzman. There it is. What was it? It wasn't sexy. It wasn't nope. funny. It wasn't scary. Scary. Well, I mean the the casual misogyny was. That was the only. Scary, thing, yeah, it wasn't intentionally scary. So yeah. Yep. Pass. Well, there it is. Uh, <laughs> another episode in the books of monsters, and another episode of transmissions from the dark side. Yay! Um, we are. Five episodes away from finishing monsters. Yeah, I think we're having the conversations about what we're going to do next. I think mm-hmm. we've made the decision on what we're going to. But uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still feel like I mean, we have to watch Creep Show too. Yeah, I still haven't watched season Creep Show. two Creep Show. I have yeah, not watched two season two either. Creep Show. I I started. <laughs> no joke. I didn't even get past the creep, and uh, my wife came out of the room, and it was like. Oh, well, got to stop. <laughs> she is allergic to horror movies. So whenever I have anything horror related on, I have to turn it off. Do they freak her out or she just doesn't like them? Yes. Okay. Both. All right. Though I was able to get her last Halloween to watch uh, The Shining and Dr. Sleep. Oh, okay. Nice. So she could handle those. I mean, I think she had nightmares for a while, but. Oh, you know. Tati, no. 
can't handle horror movies, man. I keep joking that I'm going to make her watch The Exorcist, but I'm definitely going to not make her watch The Exorcist. <laughs> well, I had fun. I hope you had fun. I had fun. I and had fun, guys. I always I, love talking about it. I do, too. Yeah, am I forgetting anything? Try to enjoy, Try the, to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.